You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome back to The Express. It's Bilal Bakani and Daniel Shahori. And as we approach WWE Clash at the Castle and AEW's All Out, we are left with an interesting question, Dan, and not to mention there's an NXT show as well. Is WWE surpassing AEW? Yes. And that that's so uh, it's so weird what a difference uh, a couple months make eh? it's like suddenly that the wwe is the fan-friendly sensible company of the of the two in or here but uh yeah i'm yeah now that now that you say it it's like i'm actually looking forward to clash of the castle more than all out you know and this is just a situation but there's a lot, right? You have WWE Clash of the Castle. You've got the NXT uh, Worlds Collide. And the AEW show uh, is at the end of this weekend. All Out's at the end of this weekend. And I'm in a situation where I actually might not watch the AEW show. Just because I'm traveling, it's a pay-per-view, and the spoilers are going to be everywhere. And it's difficult for me to justify it. But part of the reason is, you know, we're sitting here, and I know what the Clash show is. I know what Worlds Collide is, and, you know, admittedly, we were taping this on the Wednesday before Dynamite, but we don't know what the Trios Championship uh, final is going to be. We don't know what the world title match is going to be. The women's title match, uh, one of them has been thrown together with a member of the women's roster we haven't seen in four months. Um, And the TBS Championship, I don't really care about anymore because that's taken so long and injuries have factored in. But we're just in this spot where... Sometimes, you know, you, you can peak at the right time, uh, especially if your competition is not peaking at the right time. And that's kind of what's happened. And it's all, all out. It's already too long and more matches are coming tonight and yeah. we're probably on rampage. Well, we'll get back to that. Let, let's start with uh, Clash at the Castle. A- and we could see something huge here, Dan. Roman Reigns is defending the undisputed WWE Universal Championship, whatever it's called, against Drew McIntyre. And initially, Dan, I really, 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 especially when Vince McMahon was running running things, I did not think Drew McIntyre was going to go to not his home country, but I guess his home continent. Close enough. And, <laughs> roughly. And become the undisputed champion. But you put Triple H in charge. You stick Karrion Cross down the road, who seems to be more focused on McIntyre. And... I could, you know, I, I feel pretty down the middle. I think this title could switch hands. A hundred percent agree. Uh, for exactly uh, two months ago, I would have said hell no. Yeah. And it, it would have been, it would have been a, to me, it would have been like a 10% chance. Now I think it's 50, 50 that they will flip it. They might do it. It would be something, right? To not go back. And I know they've done tours in Europe and whatnot, but to go back, uh, you know, for a big pay-per-view and to do this, uh, granted, while you're killing NXT UK uh, to make it NXT Europe. But that aside, this would be a huge moment. And we've always been told this is a company about moments, you know, except when the 77-year-old weirdo uh didn't want moments um but now that he's out of the way we could actually get it and i think so and on that point i'll go right into the next match because there's a crap ton of wrestling this weekend dan the smackdown women's champion and i put that in air quotes uh for the people listening i didn't actually physically do it Liv morgan is taking on Shayna baszler um the fact that again we're sitting here on wednesday baszler was on smackdown last week i believe 
Uh, she was on the NXT show last night to set up uh, Worlds Collide. Liv Morgan's pretty much gone into hiding. Um, uh, pretty much, I would assume, sitting around hugging the title and taking as many photos as she can. I, I just I can't see her holding this title, especially when they even teased Ronda and Baszler going head-to-head after this. So what? What, what do you think is going to happen here? I think Liv is going to destroy her. I think, or sorry, I think Shayna Baszler is going to destroy Liv Morgan. And I think they're going to go right into Baszler uh, Rousey uh, before we get to Survivor Series. Uh, I think it's TLC or whatever the next paper, or Extreme Rules, whatever the next pay-per-view is. So it's logical. And therefore, for the first time in maybe 20 years, I'll say this, it might happen because yep. that makes sense. That's why. So, uh, yeah, I could see that. Uh, uh, so, yeah, ultimately, and I don't know why they haven't done it. I'm glad they haven't done it yet because mm-hmm. all this time uh, I was thinking, why haven't they done anything with Shayna and Rhonda? Yeah. Like, but I'm glad now, now I'm glad that they didn't because they would have, it probably would have been mishandled. So mm-hmm. now it'll be done well. So, yeah, just look, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is uh i'm optimistic exciting uh, i'm ex- it's exciting times optimistically well there, there is a caveat to that and it's what happened with the women's tag team titles which mm. i think most of most of us really 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 thought that they were gonna go to the team of dakota kai and yo sky instead um they went to Aliyah. And Raquel Rodriguez. Now, look, Raquel Rodriguez is a future world champion. I don't have any doubt about that. Aaliyah, uh, future 24-7 champion in five years, maybe. Uh, you know, and for her to get the pinfall, granted, not on a legal member, um, it's disappointing. Uh, and it worries me about the Baszler thing. But it also kind of makes me a bit worried about this Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, taking on Bailey, taking on Dakota Kai, Taking on Eo Sky, uh, you know, even Bailey's return match also against Aaliyah, not spectacular, not bad. Uh, you know, I really feel like this Alexa needs to turn on Oscar or vice versa. I don't really care what way that goes. And you probably have to insert Sasha Banks and Naomi because that's on the table now, potentially, with Bianca Belair, sort of team bad 2022. And you know, eventually work back towards those women tag team titles uh, with those two teams. But as it stands right now, um, this Bianca Bliss Oscar team is just kind of happening. Um, but but I guess the match will be good. Sure. But I'm assuming that the reason why specifically Aaliyah has this belt is so uh, I don't think they're going to wait when Sasha and Naomi show up again. They're going to go right they're going to come back and saying, hey, we're the rightful champions. And this is so they wouldn't have to beat the other two ladies. It's Aaliyah who's going to take this pinfall mm. from uh, uh, first from Sasha and Naomi. That's where I believe that Triple yeah, H will be thinking sense. a few steps ahead like that. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want them to beat those two girls because they're freshly back. So they would. So that's. Really what I think that's maybe if that's going to happen, I don't know, but that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. Well, let's hope so. Again, you trust the process is not a phrase I was using with WWE. Um, right. Cause you're not but, used to it. Right. Yeah. But, it, you're not but, used yeah. to giving this company the benefit of the doubt. Uh, to that point, you know, we have the riddle 
Seth Frickin' Rollins program. Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. See, it wasn't updated on the WWE yeah. website, which I copy and pasted from. Um, but that's good because it gives me a word for the word count for IS, uh, for whatever. He's SEO. Anyways, uh, Riddle is going to take on Rollins. And I wasn't crazy about this, but dear God, the promo they cut on Raw this Monday yeah. was one of the best promos in the last yeah. couple of weeks of wrestling. Um, and, and look, it was very, and you're a bigger UFC guy than me. It was right out of the UFC playbook, but it worked. And I'm excited for this match as a result. Yeah, I think they based it directly on a, a, a segment from like five, six years ago with John Jones and Daniel Cormier, where they exactly how they, they set it up where they thought that they were no longer on the air and they started going back and forth mm-hmm. to one another. Uh, that This was great. Uh, this is one of the best. I think this was the, I, you know, I know people come to like Matt Riddle f- for what the character that he's become. Regardless, I think this was the best segment he's ever had on the main roster. Yeah. Uh, he like, he just, he looks scary. And he looked intense, and it was and and Rollins too. Like to his credit, they, both of them. But the best segment, uh, Rollins. The, finally, like I don't need him as this ha 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 character. Like the, his Joker character. Rip off, but man. This was way more intense, way more intimidating than any, than he's anything he's done as that version of of himself. So yeah, I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, great to see. Um, we're also going to see Intercontinental Champion Gunter taking on Sheamus um, and really to boil this down, this is two, uh, the classic two big boys smacking meat, um, but two UK big boys coming back to Wales. Um, I like Sheamus a lot. I think he's made a very good argument as to, Hey, I'm missing this intercontinental championship from my grand slam. I should win it. I really still struggle to see Gunter not holding this title because we saw how good he could be when he held the NXT UK championship for forever and just decimated everyone. So I think that's what's going to happen. But still fair play. You have written up a good enough story where, you know, I'm invested, even if I still think the result is in doubt. Yeah. This is the match I didn't know I wanted to see. Hmm. And now that it's, it's come along, uh, I'm more excited. Like, again, this is, I'm more excited for this card than all else because this for these people these people in the uk this is their wrestlemania this is the their first pay-per-view in what 30 years that they've had uh and it's a really cool setting they're giving them a good show this is going to be so yeah uh sheamus and gunther it's going to be a a really fun match i i don't believe like you that there's no reason to take the the that belt off of Gunther just yet. He's great as the champion, uh, but it'll be it'll be a lot of fun, and, and Sheamus will be the babyface in that match. Now, Dan, I was in Toronto for the Big Raw show, and you know, I I just kind of want to see Beth Phoenix and Edge take on Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Like that's the match I want. Instead, we're gonna get Edge and Rey Mysterio versus the Judgment Day. So Rhea Ripley's not gonna be in the match. Uh, Dominic's gonna be relegated to ringside. This kind of will they, won't they, uh, Dominic splitting from Rey Mysterio, which I guess is okay. Inevitably, there's there's going to have to be another match at Extreme Rules featuring Beth and Rhea, I hope. Uh, but I guess in the meantime, uh, this is okay. 
for that, that's the most exciting part of it is what is to see uh, Dominic turn on dear old dad, mm. even though I don't want to see the feud, but I am excited for the tour. It's, it's coming. It has to. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the the pairing of him and Rhea Ripley because mm. I think they're going to develop uh, some kind of strange relationship going forward. Uh, so, yeah, I like this. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not really excited for the match. I, I'm just tuning in to see what's going to happen after the match. Yeah, fair point. If you start the show with this match and Dominic turns on Ray, um, you know, uh, that that would be a way to definitely get everybody's attention. All right, let's move to All Out 2022 because um, i got to re-say what year it is because there's so much wrestling happening right now. And the biggest thing, and again, I'm going to say this countless times because I don't want anyone to take this out of context. We are taping before Dynamite, um, which normally would not be a big problem except that um, the entire trio's final is up in the air yeah. with two semifinals. And we have a situation with the world champion, John Moxley, where, you know, essentially he annihilated an injured CM Punk in record time, practically. And yet we don't know whether CM Punk is going to miraculously feel like he's good enough to go at this pay-per-view. Is MJF going to show up at the start of Dynamite and insert himself in the situation? Is Hangman... Um, Less likely, but could he show up? Could all of these things happen? So I guess, firstly, Dan, what match do you think we're going to get on Sunday night? With Moxley? Yes. Punk, I think. I mean, it's in Chicago. Yeah. And they would be... Why would you piss off that that particular fan base with Mm -hmm. that? But I did... I, I. Am I imagining something? I thought they already... They announced that this was going to happen. Oh, okay. I haven't seen... uh... An announcement yet. Um, last I saw, I didn't it see was... it myself. I just heard that there was one. Okay, I am going to in a in a rare move for this podcast because typically uh, things are quite a bit more. But it, regardless, okay. Bilal, things could change. I'm so like, look, there's not only do we not know certain matches and uh, whether the, the one that you're looking at happens or not, I'm still guessing there's going to be one or two more added tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing for. Like I'm positive they haven't announced it, but I'm positive there's going to be Darby Allen, Sting, and Miro versus the House of Black. Mm, yeah, no, they've been building that, and yeah, I, it's 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 difficult as as I scroll through their Twitter to see if there's anything definitive. I, I'm going to go back to it because I think there will be something. Um, it, it just we're not used to this with AEW, and I think that's the thing we're used to having a lot of build. And I'm actually going to jump uh, to the trios tournament because. I, I get that you have this great tournament, right? And it's been fantastic. That first match with Kenny Omega was great. I think even the trios match uh, last week uh, with uh, whoever it was on Dynamite, I thought that was great. I think the trio matches on Rampage. Osprey been... and Aussie Open. Yeah. Like all yeah. of the trio matches have been the best matches on that specific episode of Dynamite and Rampage. And I get that. Essentially, Tony Khan did not want to do this until he had Kenny Omega, which I get, but there are so many great trios, not to mention the trios that aren't even in this tournament, right? Like I've been watching other matches and saying, oh, well, if Wardlow and FTR are a trio, why don't they add more belts to their collection, right? Um, If Jay Lethal has access to four different tag team partners, why is he not a part of this tournament? Um, And I'm going to forget other examples. But I do think they would have benefited greatly from potentially moving this tournament up 
even if you had to do a buy to facilitate Hangman coming in a week later, I, I don't or not Hangman, Kenny Omega. But I just I'm sitting here, Dan, and there are four different teams that could fill out this final, right? Um, we've got the Dark Order, we've got the Bucks and Omega and Page, uh, we've got Aussie Open with Osprey. Uh, we have the best friends. Those are the four teams. Um, I really think it is going to be the Dark Order versus Omega Bucks, as I'm calling them. And I think that's the way to go narratively. Do you, do you even see this going a different way? Remind me, who's in the Rampage finals? So the Rampage will be the best friends versus the Dark Order. Yes. Uh, then Osprey's going up essentially with Omega in so, yes. the Dynamite file. I think that's, that's the way where it's going. That's yeah. with, with Paige, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yes, that's where that's going. Yeah. And, uh, and so what? I agree with you about the trio's matches have been mm. the best matches on the show. Those have the best matches in all of wrestling, to be honest, Dan, the last couple of weeks, to be fair. And, but I still don't, I don't know. I still don't, I, I, I've never watched a company that had trios titles as well as tag titles. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if how one will affect the other. Yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, so again, I, we'll see. I, I've never, I've never watched a product that had a trios championship. So I, I, I'm not, uh, the jury is still out for me how I feel about this. Well, let's stick with that because there is a trios match i'm going to get to in a second because there's two of them that are going to be on this card but you mentioned the tag team titles and ftr has tag team titles but they don't have the aw tag team titles that's you know swerve in our glory and they're taking on the acclaimed as i rearrange our script dan for the people following along at home and i don't i hate this notion of well you're ranked you should get a title shot because it's really, really stupid. Um, not only are you ranked and you need a title shot in the case of the acclaimed, but also we had to save your ass so you weren't clobbered terribly and couldn't even compete in this match because you're a bunch of guys who, you know, basically speak louder than your talent dictates you should be in the rankings because they're barely in the rankings. Um, uh, this whole run by Swerve in, in our glory, it reminds me of Jurassic Express where I'm just like, when are they going to lose? When are they going to lose? And when FTR is sitting there, they're yep. being excluded from the AEW video game, which is a problem. They're not in this picture for what reason? I, there's no reason. There, there literally is no reason they have not just won these titles already. Like they're the best tag team in the world and they can't be AEW tag team champions because they're saving it for next quarter. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I agree. It, it's, I think it, you're right. They're not in the hunt for the tag belts and the, the trios hunt for the trios yeah so what are which, they doing which which you pointed out they, yes they have a, a partner they have they had cm punk as a partner at one point yep. they could have they could have had 15 partners yep. if they want to but they're but they're <laughs> but and god bless the motor city machine guns probably you know one of my favorite tag teams yeah. of the 21st cool century uh but it's like Okay, this is also weird though. Good, happy to see them. But when I want to see them, I haven't seen them in, in so long, and I haven't seen them in, in this type of setting. So, but they're they're coming out with it with a heel. Hmm. So this crowd is supposed to boo the machine guns the yeah. first time they see them in AEW. Like this, like to me, I was like, wow. Like I, I was so excited for the idea of, of this team, and I hope they stay. But I guess there's still an impact. But all the matches that they could have with the, this division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and just to recap here, because we kind of merged two matches into one. 
I don't think either of us assume the AW World Tag Team titles are going to go from Swerve in our glory to the acclaimed. Like, there'll be a good rap, but that's not going to happen. I don't think the team of Wardlow and FTR are all of a sudden going to lose to Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns. So now I'm looking at these two matches side by side, and I'm thinking, why didn't the Motor City Machine Guns just go for the AW Tag Team titles? Yes. Like, why? Why couldn't Jay Lethal cut a deal with the acclaimed? Um, which also raises the issue of are the acclaimed even a heel team because no, they're, they're helping not. Billy Gunn. So they're why are they? Team. Yeah. So I, I don't like, I could see them as a face team bumping into Wardlow or FTR and saying the wrong thing and getting themselves in this match, but they are, a te- you know, essentially they are using John Cena's gimmick, which is not even John Cena's gimmick, but it's, it's that. And they didn't get this match from rapping. They didn't get this match really from the rankings because they're in the, you know, the fifth or fourth, wherever the hell they are. They got like a pity title match, which is just, it's so, so weird. And why Jay Lethal would use the Motor City Machine Guns when he already has uh, two people in Sanjay Dutt and uh, Satnam Singh. The giant. Yeah. Who's suddenly not a threat. There was no explanation for that. Yeah. They were obviously, obviously, obviously angling for those two to be in that match. And yeah. then suddenly they work for whatever they realize that Sotnam isn't ready. I don't know. Yeah. I, why not write them out? Why not have Wardlow lose his blank and kill Satnam Singh, right? Power bomb him off the stage into some cardboard and have it blow up. Like, Or maybe they've tried it and he can't do it. I don't know. He yeah. I'm sure he can, but I don't uh, Maybe Wardlow and FTR. Have them help him with the power bomb shield style. Like, so, just, yeah. Hold on. What do you let's go on, but let's go back to that match. Who do you who do you think is gonna win this, the tag match? Nothing's gonna change. The the boys with the belts are gonna win. Like I just I don't even if the Motor City Machine Guns beat FTR, does that negate everything FTR has done to work up to a tag team title shot? No. No, sorry. I mean, who? Uh, you're yes, there. But I, who wins with the acclaimed and uh, oh, Swerve in our glory? There's no way the acclaimed win. Like this has to stay with Swerve in our glory, and inevitably they are going to do that match with FTR. I just I don't know why they didn't just do it now. All right. Because you know why not have all the tag teams? bring all the belts together ahead of the trios title being unveiled instead of mixing the tag team in your trios division. Uh, it's, it's very weird. Um, we're also going to get Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho because uh, Daniel Garcia can't make his damn mind up. Um, the guy's going to spend three weeks deciding what side he's on. Is this and, for the custody of Daniel Garcia? Uh, no, it's not even that. It's just the two of them are having a match. Garcia is not the referee. He's not in a shark tank. It it's might great. be. It might end up tonight as the custody I hope battle. So. Um, I, I just, I, I feel like this would have been like, if you're going to do Garcia versus Brian, and if you don't do it, this whole thing is for nothing. Like literally nothing aside from a couple of good matches. So if you do that, fair enough. Jericho has tons of stable mates, including Hager. You could yeah. have very easily done Daniel Bryan and his new best buddy Garcia versus Jericho and Hager. Um, I, I, I don't know. It'll be an okay match, but I'm not super into this. I'm not looking forward to this Hmm. because again, it feels like it, it just have like, again, if it was on, if this was a dynamite match, Hmm. like if they advertise, it doesn't need to be on this paper because it's going to be way too long. If they had advertised this for next week's dynamite coming out of the pay-per-view, I'd be like, great. I got a great pay-per-view coming up and I got some matches to look forward to next week. But 
they they there's too much on this, and that that this match is the first example of a match does not need to be on this pay per view. And, and going back, Dan, why did Garcia even fight Brian? Because there was product placement with House of Dragon, so they wanted to do the Dragon Slayer versus the American Dragon. Yeah. So this is a slapped on feud on the back of product placement. Yeah. So listen, Garcia has to go to Brian and has to go to the Blackpool Combat Club, or this entire thing is literally product placement onto a slap together rivalry that amounted to nothing. And it's it's literally insulting to viewers to be like, yeah, we gave you Daniel Bryan versus Jericho. What was the story? Uh, it didn't matter. It's just we, we worked something off product placement. Anyways, go, sorry, Dan, do you have more on that? No, I mean, it was a, it was a better story when uh, Daniel Bryan first had a match with Chris Jericho in the very first episode of NXT. But in 2009 or whenever that was. Well, and you reminded me of something that I forgot. And I'm stealing this from what culture, which might have heard me accidentally play at the start of this podcast. So I apologize for that. Um, essentially, Daniel Bryan left WWE on very good terms. He yeah. has no problem with sports entertainment. He it was the world champion, one of the most recognizable, memorable world champions of our time yeah. as the planet's champion. This notion that he has some big issue with sports entertaining and how it's going to ruin Daniel Garcia. His wife's a sports entertainer. Yeah, exactly. Like the more you pick this apart, the more it's Mm. just like, you can't think about this for more than a second. Otherwise you pull one thread and the whole thing comes apart. Plus when the other company that you're trying to make fun of has stopped doing that and is now saying wrestling again, uh, isn't the gimmick pretty much killed? Yeah, well, exactly. Well, why can't the, the new the nuance of Jericho be like, I'm the last sports entertainer. Right. These wrestlers are ruining it. Because yeah. you can make those veiled references. Um, why this character is stuck in, like, as you said, a couple months ago and hasn't moved to everybody's out of touch. The, you know, the guys who I kick, you know, the guys who I won championships from are now ruining sports entertainment. Like, it's not hard to write this um and it just it makes it, you look behind the times now yeah no it just feels lazy and mm-hmm. it's completely fine for jericho to move but he should be taking it to another level where it's like he has I'm to the last real yeah. sports entertainment i don't know a sports entertainer and yeah if you're going to do this match i know you've already done kingston and jericho but you could have done cesaro you could have done something else um you know you could have done cesaro and jericho could have said i'm going to take that ring of honor world championship and I'm gonna sports. I'm gonna go over there and sports entertain and save that crap company. Well, you know, whatever. Or you or Wheeler Uter, who has the yep. pure wrestling title. So yeah, a sports entertainer should go after that. Yeah, sorry, and I mixed up the world title with the pure title. Yeah. But uh, and plus, then you've got a student dynamic, uh, and Brian could be coaching him, and Garcia could be coach. I don't know, or some tag team match. But anyways, um, speaking of issues with AEW, we got to talk about the interim women's world championship. Uh, if you missed it. Thunder Rosa's got an injury. She's got to vacate the title. Why I, is it interim if she's vacated it? Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a new champion. Yeah. She's vacated it. That's the first issue. And then there's a further issue um, that there's a lot of beef between uh, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. And from various reports, it, it sounds like Baker shot on her on some promos. Um, yeah. but then also, you know, Thunder Rosa, not the most professional champion. She broke Jamie Hader's nose. Um, and after that, she literally hid in a bathroom, afraid that Hader would beat her up. 
So there's conflicting reports to all of that. Allegedly. These are some stories. Yeah, right. Go on. But, you know, they're coming from good sources. So how you come away from that, putting Baker and Hayter in this match, along with Tony Storm, along with Cheetah, who I don't think has been on actual proper AW TV for, I think it was three or four months before Mm -hmm. she showed up uh, in this feud and also has no relationship with Tony Storm. She's just the fourth woman in this match. It's kind of a mess. Um, but then again, if you've been watching Dynamite or Rampage of late, you know, the amount they've thrown out Kylan King or whatever, who I have no, I know nothing about. It's like, uh, Tony Storm beat Kylan King. Uh, Baker beat. Uh, I'm trying to think Kylan King kind of sucks. Um, but it's not a really great storytelling method. Uh, I don't even know, Dan, what you could have done. But I would say you don't need an interim title. Tony Storm should be in this. I, I don't know if anybody else should have been in this match. But then I struggle to think, who should even have been facing Tony Storm for this title? But I just don't think it should be these three people. I agree. This whole thing is, look, I know you you need to have a women quota matches yep. on this pay-per-view. You do have the Jade Cargill match that we're, we're going to yep. get to. But this match, because of the circumstances, did not need to be on the show because of the circumstances that Thunder Rosa had to, and again, this wording is so confusing. She relinquished it. She said this. Yep. She said this. So it's no interim. There's the title is open, and it, she doesn't get to come back with it. So that's just like when <laughs> recently when mm-hmm. Punk he didn't relinquish it. Oh yeah, that this one's is why. So well. But this is why they had whatever they did there to have Moxley get the interim one because he didn't relinquish it. Mm. But the, the, I'm just having a problem with this wording out there because they're yeah, saying no, two and different I might things. have misset it, but, but you no, raised... you didn't, but they, they, you, you didn't because they, they haven't, they've done that as well. They keep saying that they're going to win. One of these four women are going to win the interim title. And that's, that's really confusing because and... the title is up for grabs. And you kind of can't win. If you're a real sports organization and your last interim champion came back too soon and injured himself, you shouldn't do that again. If You shouldn't do that. And another thing here, here's another problem I'm having. And I don't know why this is. I brought this up before on, on this show is that for whatever reason, Tony Khan is not letting these women speak in the ring on a live yeah. mic. Why did she have, why did Thunder Rosa relinquish the title in 30 seconds in a backstage yeah feature where when punk did that a, a month ago oh yeah 10 ring, minutes almost and he had 10 minutes in the ring on yep. a live mic but, but they don't when is the last time mm-hmm. you saw a woman cut a promo on another woman in, yep. the, in the ring they don't do it and i don't understand why they don't do that and, and again to be fair the structure they've created has fostered you know alleged bullying and the other part i was going to say is if you're not a real sports organization how can you put two alleged bullies in this title match? Like at the very least you put Baker and Hater on ice. And it's not as if their arcs as characters have been spectacular of late, like go put them on ice and build up. And like, I'm at the point, Dan, where I think they should have just done a battle Royal or a ladder match. I think so. And just opened it right up and try to build some new stars. Right. Show me what, uh, Ty Conte can, or Ty Mello Conte, whatever the hell her name is, can do beyond Guevara. Show me that uh, Anna Jay actually wants to choke people out. She's, let's see if the bunny can climb a ladder. Like uh, Penelope Ford is back. Like you actually have a lot of little pieces that if you put them together in a well-constructed match, I think you could build a very nice arc for Tony Storm to say, 
I got through all of them. I'm the new champion. Uh, and when Thunder Rosa's back, I'll face her, but then I'll work down some other challengers as we go. But they're not doing that, and it's it's disappointing. So you think Tony Storm's winning? I think she has to win. I, I There's no way in hell Shida wins this. Like, absolutely no way. And I think the messaging, you've just had an old talent meeting, and one of the reasons you had an old talent meeting was because of Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter, and yeah. allegedly. So if you're going to give one of them a championship, that is one of the most hollow... It's possible. Yeah, but I don't... I just... the the. I, PR... I could possibly see Jamie Hayter getting this. Yeah. I... Just for the story of she can spin off with... Uh... Brit. Yeah, it's it's a complete mess, and uh, and I don't even buy Storm that much as a champion. Like, what has she really done aside from a handful of one-off victories? Like, what is the momentum of Tony Storm? Like, she was Ro- Rose's friend who wasn't good enough to be champion, and now Rose is not here, so I guess she will be champion. Like, that's pretty much the story, and it's it's not spectacular. Uh, it's it's a step up from you know Charlotte Flair pied me in the face. Um, but more of a step step sideways. It's a step. Um, All right, let's talk about the TBS champion, Jade Cargill. Ah, She's had this title so long, I don't care anymore. She's going to take on Athena. And I guess Athena should win the title here, Dan. Like, as much like the Wardlow thing, I think this is cooled to a point where I honestly forget about it 99.9% of the time. So you think Athena's going to win this or she should win this? I, I think she has to. I, I think... Has to? Yeah. I, oh, I, all right. Who is left for Cargill to face? What does she have to say as champion that we haven't heard before? Uh, the baddies are thinned down to, like, Kira Hogan. Stokely's recruiting the guns. Like, he's hedging his bets. Like, I, I think this is kind of dead. Like, I, I think she's got to lose. And I'm not crazy about Athena, but this title is, like... It's near the FTW title in terms of importance right now. Probably less. I think they were they were grooming to have Chris Dadlander yeah. take this title off of her. Yeah. So this is on hold. Do you, I don't know. I can't see. I, I don't know. I can't see Athena. When I'm thinking if, if this poor young lady in the back of her head was like, damn, if I only waited – if I had only knew Triple H was going to be, uh, I would, I could have waited because you know Triple H would have brought her back immediately. Hundred um, percent. Whether I, it's you know, it's whether she'd be treated any better over there. But I, I don't think this is a Jade Cargill is a is a project of Tony mm. Khan, and he's, I don't know. May, they might wait until for for Statlander because I think that that was that was mm-hmm. going to be. So we'll see. It depends how long she's out. So uh, Athena, no, unfortunately. We'll see. Uh, we're going to also get. Uh, we'll skip ahead here. Jungle Boy versus Christian Cage. Um, you know this one. I, it's it's tough, right? Because you don't have monthly pay per views. It feels like it's gone a bit long. But you know when you put it together in a video package, I think it's going to. Yeah. But worthy some, to be on the show. This one, yeah, worthy to be on the show. I just, I think the turn from Christian came too soon. Um, like maybe they should have lost the titles, and you know, in the weeks that followed, I, it just, it's not as hot a program as I feel like it should be. It's a good program, but I think it's cooled considerably. I think it's, I think it's cooled, and a lot of things have cooled because there's a lot of confusion on the show right now, and that's or, just Luchasaurus. There's, uh, as I think this feud, including, but you're right, including 
the the moving parts within this feud, like Luchasaurus, uh, it's been confusing and distracting. And this feud has been distracted by everything else that's happening in this company, mm-hmm. whether it's the the real storylines, mm-hmm. like with Punk and Moxley, or the real backstage. Like, there's a lot of confusion in this company, and this is a as even though I fully believe that this is what a match for sure that deserved to be on this specific pay-per-view it there's it's it feels convoluted and it feels like uh i'm distracted with other things so I, it it hasn't felt as hot as it was once look easy fix christian get marco stunt beat him up nope good good heat ahead of the you know and gives him a one-day job but that won't happen. No, okay well um <laughs> they won't bring him back we'll also get ricky starks versus powerhouse hobbs right um the factory's involvement is just weird in this. Uh, I don't know why that happened. And again, you have this figure in Taz, and Taz has just washed his hands of this, which is yeah, has nothing weird. to do with this. I almost wonder if this should have just been a triple threat with Hook, and at least the FTW title would have been on the line. You know, maybe Taz would have to be on commentary and watch like his legacy continue, but. This is weirdly intertied with the factory, weirdly pushed away from the FTW title and Taz. And it's just kind of there, but I think it'll be good. I think, look, I really like these two guys. However, this is, was another match. Like if they had advertised it for next week's Dynamite, but mm. great. Another thing to look forward to on, for, yep. for, for my TV. This is a good TV, a great TV match. Yep. Uh, it wasn't for an all out because this is arguably their biggest pay-per-view of the year yes Mm -hmm. so on the biggest pay-per-view of the year for a few that's not even a month old no i don't think it it, it needs to be on the show next week would be great on dynamite yeah no exactly and uh i'll do a quick count of the matches here that we know of right now one two three four five six seven eight nine nine matches compared to one two three four five six we didn't count the world title match because we don't know it yet I can't counted it along okay, with the sorry. finals. But yeah, nine to six, I've already forgotten what I've counted uh, when I'm taking Clash versus All Out. Um, so three more matches at the end of a weekend of wrestling. Uh, good luck. And uh, before we go, Dan, I do also want to throw out uh, NXT Worlds Collide 2022. Um, is there anything that stands I know you're not as big an NXT guy as me, and I can't blame you. Does anything stand out for you on this card you're looking forward to, or has it kind of just been lost in the rest completely uh, i must admit it's completely off my radar tell me but tell me about it who's who what's going on so the biggest thing here is nxt uk is basically done so you know they're going to merge a lot of the titles so you're going to get nxt uk champion tyler bates going to take on braun breaker they're going to merge the world titles okay uh mandy rose's reign of terror as women's champion it could be over because uh the final boss uh sakamura is coming over with her title and also Blair Davenport, because Mandy Rose probably can't work that match in a triple threat to unify those titles. Um, we also have a crazy fatal four-way where the Creed brothers are going to take on Gallus, who are going to take on uh, the Cowboy guys and Pretty Deadly to merge all the tag team titles. Okay. Uh, found out last night Ricochet is going to take on the North American champion uh, Carmelo Hayes because they, oh, wow. they didn't have anybody good enough from NXT UK to take on him. And uh, they don't have any good tag teams. So uh, Dewdrop and Nikki Ash have come to try to win the tag team titles from uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter. So is this also in Wales? Yes, I believe so. Uh, but do not quote me on that. I think so. 
Um, All right. That actually sounds like a pretty good card. Yeah. So, but the interesting thing is I believe that's Sunday afternoon and that's going to lead right into the AW pay-per-view. So if you're watching both, that is going to be a very, very, very long day. We'll not be watching both. Plus there's, there's a buy-in with, they've added, I think Eddie Kingston, who's, suspension is up right after we heard about it is going to be uh on the pre-show hmm. with uh minora suzuki oh wow no that that will be something and i guess to recap here dan you know on a weekend where we have wwe clash of the castle nxt worlds collide and mm-hmm. aw's all out it really does feel like wwe is in kind of the pole position um but for all i know that could fall apart this weekend so we will see amazing how much two months can change in the world of wrestling also space out your wrestling i take one vacation and i miss two pay-per-views what the hell is that dan thank you for your time as always my pleasure it's probably all downhill from here until survivor series i would imagine yeah i think that's the that's the next unless you count the no there's something in october something in saudi or extreme rules yes saudi and then, yeah, there's some big AEW shows, but no pay-per-views. We will see. Thank you again. Okay, hey, buddy. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. 